Hello, hello, it's Joelle here for your mini-sode. Um, I have a fun uh, little allergy whatnot happening, or maybe a cold, undetermined, lots of sneezing. Um, so bear, bear with me here <laughs> as we... As we navigate the um the congestion voice, um I have a couple of things for you. To start, um I wanted to go over some uh tips for sleeping and then uh going into a sleep meditation. So I have uh while on uh, our vacation slash trip, what, what have you, um, really discovered some of the importance of sleep and how that, um, that can get really kind of disturbed while you're in an environment that's new or, uh, not as familiar or what have you. So, um, I, I was really, really tapping in to some good kind of like sleep strategies. Um, sleep hygiene sometimes is what, um, what I've heard heard it called in either meditations or, or by my therapist. Anyway, so um, I wanted to go over those and a couple of um, tips and and so on. And then um, Caleb and I, when we go ahead and do our next full length episode, we can talk more about my trip and stuff. And I can always do some more follow up. But for right now on the mini, so let's go ahead and jump in here to the tips um, for sleep. I have, okay, so there's seven in this article. Um, So number one is be a beginner. Remember, each night is a new night. Be open and try something different. So if you get caught up in that, like, well, I haven't been sleeping good and I've been having really terrible luck and bad nights and blah, blah, blah. You get caught up in that. It can cause, I mean, quite a quite a bit of pressure on yourself and quite a bit of anxiety before you even actually start to try and go to sleep. So each day is new. Each night is new. You're going to try something new. You are going to, um, yeah, go into it kind of fresh. Don't hold the previous nights against yourself. Number two, don't force it. Um, sleep is a process that can't be forced. Instead, allow it to unfold. So trying too hard to sleep longer or better um, is, I mean, yeah, it's, it isn't helpful and it will only stress you out. So like I said, when number one, the more pressure you add to yourself to be perfect and to get that going uh, can cause issues. So don't force it. Number three, let it go. If you're holding on to an idea of how much sleep you should get, uh, you'll only worry if you don't get that amount. Um, So can you let go of the should and allow sleep, any sleep, to happen naturally? So um, yeah, I feel like this goes back to like being a kid and like seeing in TV shows and movies and stuff where you get like the countdown and you start freaking out and you're like, oh my God, okay, if I go to bed now, I'll get three hours and 33 minutes of sleep. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So that whole kind of cycle, just let it go. Sometimes even turn around the clock. I've heard that recommendation um, to just kind of get out of your head, stop worrying about it, go from there. Uh, number four, no judging allowed. It is easy to judge being awake instead of 
asleep as bad, especially if you haven't slept well for several nights. But this kind of negative judgment can interfere with the process of sleep. And instead of labeling it as good or bad, um, is there a way that you can think about your sleep that feels less judgmental? So um, this kind of goes along with mindfulness. And, and another reason why I really want to do a meditation about sleep is because Sometimes you kind of just have to release judgment from yourself. There's a lot of times that we talk about that, where you're learning, you're growing, you're going through something, and you have to just allow yourself the space without the judgment to improve or get better or give yourself a chance. It goes back to number one, like each night is new. So let go of any judgment or any assumptions that you have and just give yourself the space to... Uh, to have sleep, not good sleep, not bad sleep, just sleep. Uh, number five is acceptance. So recognizing and accepting your current state is an important first step in choosing how to respond. So if you can accept that sleep is not likely to come soon, why not get out of bed? Change your environment, see what you can do with that, like space and time and energy to be up, um, get up, um, spending long periods of time awake in bed might make you used to being awake in bed. So then your brain starts to associate being awake and doing, you know, if maybe you are somebody who watches TV when you can't sleep at night in bed or you are somebody who plays games on a phone or an iPad or what have you. So in that situation, now you're telling your brain that's what to do in bed. And that can cause all sorts of issues long term as well. So um, if you are having a really hard time sleeping, I I do this and I, I recommend this, is um, especially if you wake up after having slept for a short amount of time, you wake up and you um, are laying there not able to fall back to sleep. Sometimes I just have to kind of just get up and it's almost like a reset. It's like go get a drink from the fridge, get some water walk, sit on the couch, um, maybe pull out a book, do something like that. Uh, and then when I start to get sleepy, as soon as I start to feel more groggy and sleepy, going back to bed. And number six, trust that your mind and body knows what it needs. Also, trust that both can self-regulate and self-correct for sleep loss. For example, uh, short consolidated sleep often feels more satisfying than longer fragmented sleep. So trust your sleep system and let it work for you. So of course, there's the obvious opposite of this, right? Where if you have a sleep, if you're ha getting to the point where you have like a sleep disorder and you have insomnia and those kinds of things, your body is obviously not being able to regulate itself. So there is a, there's a little bit of a caveat there, but generally speaking, your body can correct and self-regulate and you will start, if you aren't having good sleep, you'll start to feel tired. And when you feel tired, that's your body letting you know like, okay, I've reached my max with the amount of sleep and energy you've given me. Um, yeah, so trust that your mind and your body knows what it needs and that it will do everything it can to self-regulate and or self-correct. And then the last one, seven, Number seven is be patient. If you haven't been in a cycle of sleeplessness, it can take time for the quality and if you have been in a cycle of sleeplessness, it can take time for the quality and quantity of your sleep to fall into a more natural rhythm. So 
Some of it is just, it takes time, right? So these are common things. Trust yourself. Let your body do its job. Be patient. Hold judgment. You know, let the judging go. Uh, let it go. Be a beginner. Don't force it. All those things kind of, um, kind of fall in line with each other. So keeping those things in mind, those tips, we are going to go into a meditation for sleep. So go ahead and get yourself comfy, get into a space where, um, yeah, I don't know, for this one you might, you could lay down. Um, I usually, you know, start my meditation sitting up. I like to be cross-legged, but have my back supported. Um, but if you want, you can do even like uh, back, neck, head support so that you're completely supported but still upright. Or you can just gently lay down. Sometimes if I'm meditating and I want to lay down, I'll put my feet up so my knees are up in the air. It makes my back nice and flat against whatever I'm um, laying on. So for this one, maybe lay down. And then keep in mind, as with all of our meditations, there's nothing to force, there's nothing to make happen. And since striving for sleep can sometimes make that even more challenging, set out to do this practice, to do this meditation without specific expectations or goals. We cannot make ourselves sleep, but by aiming to stay settled and getting less caught up in our thoughts, fall asleep anyway. So start while laying down, allowing your legs to rest in a comfortable posture about hip width apart. You can place your arms by your side or put your hands on your belly. Sometimes I like to start a meditation that way to get my breath going, to get really, really hooked into my breath. Begin by noticing your and pay attention as best as you're able to the physical movement related to breathing. Like your belly rising as you breathe in and then falling. Or if you prefer, you can focus your attention more closely on the air moving in and out of your nose. Sometimes I do that and I think about the temperature. It's normal, even kind of expected, to have thoughts. Lots of them. It's what our brain does. Your mind rehashes the day or it gets caught up in worrying about tomorrow, reliving something that happened. Recognize those habits and then practice letting them be. yourself back to the present. Come back again to noticing the breath. Breathe in and breathing out. Notice if you get caught up in effort or frustration or fear. Give yourself compassion. 
such thoughts of self-criticism or frustration and come back to just one breath at a time. Thoughts are only thoughts. Nothing more, nothing less. Breathe in. There's nothing you need to fix or change right now in this moment. Just be. Notice where your thoughts go and label them thoughts. It's not actions, it's not a problem, it's not a challenge, it's not an issue. It's a thought. Come back to one next breath over and over again. So if you have a thought come in, say, oh, what's the thought? And then focus on breathing in and breathing out. And then we're gonna slowly shift attention to sensations in your body. Start by moving your awareness to physical sensations in your feet. You don't need to wiggle your toes or move your feet, just notice them. The temperature or the pressure of your heel against the blanket or the mat beneath you or whatever sensation you can feel between your toes. And then from your feet, move your attention into your lower legs noticing whatever there is to notice. Letting go of a sense of effort or needing to make anything happen. You don't need to feel a certain way or do a certain thing. You don't need to move your body at all. Just notice how do your legs feel. And then from your lower legs, through your knees, and into your upper legs. And if you feel any sense of stress or tension, aim to relax and let go. And one way I like to do this is to kind of intensify that tenseness and flex that muscle and hold it for just a second and then release it. And I find that my muscle finds true true relaxation that way. And then up through your buttocks and pelvis and your belly and into your abdomen. And you might notice a sense of your breath moving up and down or other physical sensations or sometimes even reflection of emotion. So sometimes emotions like fear or anger reflects in the stomach and you have tension or tightness or, you know, I call it usually like nervous belly, nervous stomach. And as you move from your belly and now into your chest, note each time your mind gets caught up in thoughts of discomfort or gets distracted. And then gently and with patience, guiding it back one more time Breathe in 
move around into your back. Certainly, a place that many of us hold a lot of extra tension. Relaxing your muscles in your back as best as you can. Lowering your shoulders, pulling them away from your ears. If you feel a need to make an adjustment, allow that to happen with intention. Pausing and choosing what action you would like to take. And then coming back to a place of rest. Now shift your attention into your hands and your lower arms. Again, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to move or change. You're just observing and then letting go. Next, moving through your neck and into the muscles of your face. Perhaps noticing any locations of tightness or pinching and then while you're being gentle with yourself and as best as you're able relax those next neck muscles and then for a few moments have a general awareness of physical sensations throughout your body if you're still awake Bring your attention back to the breath. Each time the mind wanders into the past or into the future or wherever it chooses to go, if it's a useful anchor for your attention, you can count your breaths. Breathing in, one, breathing out, one. Breathing out, two, and when you reach ten, start back at one. If counting becomes a distraction, then just stay with that sensation of breathing. Wherever you feel the breath entering or leaving your body, the rising or falling of your belly and chest, continue on your own now counting breaths up to 10, patiently returning your attention whenever you become distracted. If you lose track of counting, that's fine. Just start over wherever you last remember or begin again at one. I hope that you've enjoyed this meditation and the sleeping tips. I will continue to test out some different things while my sleep kind of gets back on track after our trip and I will keep you guys updated about what I'm trying and what's working but I really hope that this meditation kind of gets you started down the right path of finding um, finding some mindful ways to help yourself into good sleep and have a great week.